Your financial mission, should you choose to accept it, is to achieve financial clarity. New Intel suggests that bad financial actors are constantly filling the landscape with misinformation and other barriers and obstacles, leaving you with limited time to make the right choices for a successful financial future. To make things easier, we've chosen your team for you. Financial Commander Janine Theus will help lead you to success. As always, should you avoid the excellent guidance you're about to receive, you'll be disavowed. Also, this message will self-destruct in three seconds. Three, two, one. Welcome to Your Financial Mission, the podcast each and every week with Janine Theus, the CEO and founder of Theus Wealth Advisors right here in Columbia, Howard County, serving you throughout the area. And she is uh, like what we like to call the financial commander here on the show. Going to give you the straight skinny on your financial plan. Speaking of skinny, that's a pretty bad segue, Janine. Speaking of skinny, though, we're going to talk about marathon runners on today's show. Uh, You might have seen the headline when you clicked on the podcast that said the retirement marathon. So we're going to talk about how running a marathon, what that can teach us about planning for retirement. And I think there's a lot of similarities between the two. But even if you've never run a marathon, don't worry. I think you'll still be able to identify with a couple of these things. Um, But let's give our own credentials when it comes to running, Janine. Now, you've met me. You know I don't look like a marathon runner anymore. But I ran cross-country back in high school, so I can draw on that experience a little bit. Uh, And I know with your military background, certainly you are a runner, right? Well, I uh, was a swimmer in high school, and then I turned into a runner in college and ran track and cross-country and then started running. I I mean, I ran for 35 years. (laughs) Can't run anymore, but uh, just back issues. But, yeah, so I I did quite a bit of running and training. You you ran Um, with, like, refrigerators strapped to your back and stuff like that (laughs) up up 15-mile hills in in the Navy, right? Yeah, no, those are the seals. (laughs) (laughs) Only the seals carry the fridges? Okay. Yeah, that's good. Marines, maybe. You still had a backpack or something, right? (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I did used to run with those guys, though, quite a bit. Yep, exactly. Um, So you're going to be very good at uh, kind of drawing these comparisons, I think. Um, And one thing that you know a lot about, given the military background, given the financial planner background, and given the running and swimming background, planning and preparation, whether it's running a marathon or planning for your financial life, they're, they're really going to be the key to success. Yep. Running in general, in order to run even a 10K, you do have to do some training. And, you know, marathon is running, is going the distance. And you do have to plan for that. You've got to train for that. And if you're talking about planning financial planning and making having your plan work yes you have to revisit it tweak it and work on it so that it will do what you want it to do which is provide you an income into retirement for about 30 years so if you want to run for a long time whether it's a marathon or for your life you're going to have to take some action in terms of planning out those um, those training strategies you know, this reminds me of when I did run track and cross country in high school. You know, I did not like to run much before the event because I was like, oh, my God, I can barely make it through, you know, the 5K. I'm about to run at full speed in a 5K. Why would I go and run before that? Like, OK, I'll stretch my legs a little bit and then we'll just go. And every time you didn't warm up enough, 
it made it the road that much harder. And I always used to be amazed that the fastest runners before the 5K even started, they'd go run a 5K or in some cases even more. And so they'd already be warmed up. They'd be fluid. They'd already be at that pace. They'd come to the starting line and boom, they were off and they knew how to execute really well through the race. And it's the same thing in retirement. You can't just get to retirement and say, all right, let's do this thing. You've got to be preparing for it uh, as you get up to it so that you can hit it in stride. That's right. I, I had a fellow come in from one of my classes a couple of years ago who was, it turns out he was 63 and his wife was 55. And he said, I want to retire in three years. And oh, by the way, we've never talked about this. So I said, well, first thing before we go any further, you guys need to have, you two need to have a conversation mm. <laughs> about what retirement's going to look like. Same page. So, <laughs> same page. Yeah, get on the same page um, be, because that's so important. Uh, you know, we do, men and women do think differently. We have different concerns and our perceptions are different about money. Um, so planning at least getting on the same page with regard to what retirement needs to look like is very important. And the only way to do that is to sit down, run through the numbers and do some actual planning. Same thing with running. I mean, you, yeah, you can step out the door and just start running. Mm -hmm. But if you're actually, if you have goals in mind, if you want to run a race or you want to finish, if you, you know, want to get to the finish line, yeah, get to the finish line. Yeah. You, you do have to put in the, the numbers. Mm -hmm. You've got to put in the time. And, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's information out there that indicates people will spend more time planning a vacation than working on retirement planning. Well, I you know it. what they say about poor planning. <laughs> 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 yes, we do. Um, poor performance and maybe some other things usually follow the, the poor planning, right? I, you know, the other thing that really strikes me here is the difference between how retirement used to be for maybe our parents and grandparents and how it is these days. You know, retirement used to be you know, what, a 100-meter a dash. And so you didn't have to stretch for the 100-meter dash. Now, you might pull a muscle, but you're going to get to the finish line, whether you limp across or whatever. But right. retirement these days, people are living 20, 30, maybe even more years in retirement. It truly is more like a marathon where you're not going to finish that race if you don't start it prepared. If you just say, oh, here we go, you're, you're just not going to be able to make it the full distance, or at least you're just going to be really taking a lot of chances. Yeah, well, and here's an. I used to ask folks when I would people would ask me about running. I would always say, and it doesn't matter if it's running or walking. In reality, do you want to be walking in your 80s, or do you want to have to use a walker mm. in your 80s? And the same principle applies to retirement planning. If you don't spend the time exercising, quote unquote, your numbers, mm -hmm. <laughs> the plan is not going to go. And there are all kinds of things that roadblocks, hurdles, challenges that can can uh, show up in the plan. And yes, people are going to be spending between 25 and 40 years even in retirement. So the money has to last as long as you do. Yep. All right. So, so that, that was know, an easy comparison. That was an easy one. Planning and preparation. Um, mm -hmm. that, that was an easy one for you to make. I'll make things a little harder on you now. Uh, before you run a marathon, you need the proper diet. You have to eat right, but what's the financial connection there? You've got to pay attention or become more informed about how portfolios actually work. Where do returns come from and what is it you are expecting the money to do for you? 
um, what we run into is a sequence of returns risk and other kinds of risks that folks are not aware of. And so if you don't plan that out or at least look at what happens over time, that will definitely affect how successful your, your income is going to be in retirement. And that is just like choosing the right nutrients, if you will. Yeah, I guess just like a marathon, you don't want to, um, you know, just just load up on cheesecake and and uh, yeah. desserts before you go run that marathon. You want things that are gonna, you know, the carbs. I guess are sort of the, the go to. You load up on carbs. We always used to eat pasta the days leading up to to races, so that the body burns those carbs more efficiently. And that's understanding how the body works. It's gonna thrive off of those carbs when you're exerting all that energy, and not so much off of you know the sweets and the sugars and those kinds of things. Uh, that's not going to give you that long-term stability that you need for the marathon. So in the same way, you need to be educated about how your portfolio is going to work for you. That's a good comparison. Yeah, I mean, you, you need a well-balanced diet to be successful as an athlete. You're going to need a well-balanced portfolio to achieve the success in terms of income strategies. Yep. So, uh, yeah, it, that, that's a definite for planning. I always like making fun of myself when it comes to uh, running and back in my cross-country days in high school. And uh, I always used to do this, Janine, and that was start too fast. I would I would just loved because I knew I wasn't going to be in front at the end of the race. <laughs> <laughs> so I loved being in front at the beginning of the race. And uh, so I would try and go out as fast as I could with all of the leaders and I remember one race, now most of the time, they were still faster than I could ever dream of being you know, fast, even right out of the gate. But there were two races in particular. One was a much shorter, uh, the, the 800, you know, the two laps around the track. Oh, and, yeah. And I led it for the first uh, one and a half laps. I was in the lead. I'd never been in the lead for that long of a race, and I didn't know what was going on. And then my legs just completely died because I started way too fast. And I never remember this, uh, never forget this little skinny kid uh, that was on our team. He come in. And he usually was the one who always won. He just comes. I'm like dying. I mean, I'm just, I'm just crawling, and I've still got half the track to go. And he just breezes right by, and he actually slows down as he's passing. He says, "Hey, good job today, man. You're running fast. Come on, let's go. Let's finish it up." And then he just goes <laughs> zooming by with a big smile on his face, and I'm like, "I hate you." <laughs> you know, and this little guy just he finishes the race nice and easy. And then the same thing was in cross country one time. I start. I I never was in front in cross country, and I just was feeling really good that day and I started out fast and for the first half of the race you know the first mile and a half man I was right there with the leaders and it was feeling great but same thing happened I just sort of died and then so many people passed me before I got to the finish line and you know I felt terrible crossing the finish line I started too fast it's pretty easy to see that comparison that you don't want to start too fast in a race but what does that equate in retirement planning do you see people start too fast or, or do something too early in retirement yes uh, that has a lot of similarity to too many withdrawals or too uh, too high a withdrawal rate okay compared to what the portfolio is supposed to do so yes if you're starting too fast um, I could also say that sequence of returns, if you have a negative year or two negative years in a row uh, with a portfolio and your, your withdrawal rate does not allow you to recover, then it, that you're going to run out of money a lot sooner. It'll deplete the portfolio. Because when you think about it, all these years we spend in accumulation mode, we're literally climbing. This is a marathon climbing the mountain. 
when you switch over to retirement, now you are disinvesting. So mm. if you if you think of it in mountain climbing parlance, more people are killed on the down climb. Right, yeah, hurt. like uh, like Mount Everest. That's one of the famous stats I've heard. More people die on the way down than they do on the way up. Yep, yep. Because one, that you have, uh, not to get into physiological terms, but you have, it's a different kind of training coming down. And you have eccentric contractions on the muscles and the legs, et cetera, and you're not as stable. So that can be equated to all the things that can happen in retirement with regard to portfolio allocation and, or construction, integration, withdrawal rates. What's the normal range that you should expect your portfolio to give you in terms of returns? And if you exceed you know, all the parameters, then uh, you're going to deplete that portfolio. So how and do you, that's a real how do you deal with it, though, Janine? How do you deal with it when people, you know, they're getting into retirement and they want to spend a lot more money in their early years because we want to spend money when we're healthy. We want to spend uh, money so we can go travel while we're younger because, you know, we, 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 don't have, we don't know how long we're going to live. So we want to live life to the fullest now. I mean, how do you reconcile that dream of retiring and having a very active lifestyle and doing a lot of things that, you know, many people do have as, as their goal while still making sure that they will have enough money to, to maintain? What strategies do you usually draw up for people in that situation? Well, you have to look at all the different pieces. You have to look at Social Security. What is that? Do you, is there a pension? Um, how is your portfolio constructed? Do you have cash on the side? If this happens, then what? You know, most people are going to travel. It, the ones who like to travel, most people will travel in their 60s and 70s. Not a lot of folks are going to be traveling past the early 80s. So if you if traveling is your thing, or your kids don't live in the area and you have to go see them quite a bit, you do need to plan for that because you can deplete resources pretty quickly if you're doing that too much. So that requires sitting down and actually going through the numbers and, and making sure that things fit together in the way that you want them to do. Otherwise, you're going to be in for some shocks. Hmm. I guess there's uh, only one more comparison to make here between retirement planning and running a marathon, and that would be when you do get to the finish line, you can get a gold medal. I don't know what that looks like necessarily in retirement planning, but I guess it's just the fact that you've you've had a successful life and you've made it through your retirement years. But uh, uh, maybe it's a silver medal, maybe it's a gold medal, but you'll get some kind of medal at the end, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, and and for some folks, it, what's interesting is if if the medal is passing a legacy of some sort, you know, that's your gold medal. You know, it, the legacy might only be uh, volunteering your the, your time, the mm. impact you personally make. But in order to do that, you're going to have to stay healthy. You're going to have to figure some other things in terms of what your life is going to look like. And then can you support that? Oh, so, I, I figured out the analogy here. In the, a marathon, only the top finishers get a medal. But anyone can get a medal in retirement if you plan the right way and, and achieve your goals. You can get, that, we can all get a medal. That's the comparison. Yeah. That, that's a good one. <laughs> I like it. I like it. That would be the goal. <laughs> that's the goal. Exactly. We all want to get the gold medal in retirement. And uh, unlike how you can't do that in the marathon, only a couple of people can get those medals. We can all have a medal in retirement. There's the comparison. Uh, yeah. That That's helpful. Uh, how retirement planning is like a marathon. Hopefully that was uh, an engaging and kind of fun conversation for you. If you're thinking, gosh, I haven't done enough planning and preparation, or yeah, I know I'm not you know, in the proper diversification 
nutrition or don't have the proper diet, so to speak, in my portfolio, or I have been planning to start really fast in my retirement years, but I'm, I'm not quite sure of the right equation to get me all the way through my retirement years, have a conversation with Janine and her team at Theus Wealth Advisors here in Columbia, serving you throughout Howard County and the surrounding areas as well. 443-718-6310 is your number to call. You can chat with Gracie. She'll set you up with the time to come in and meet for a complimentary initial review with Janine and just have that conversation. 443-718-6310, the number to call. Or you can get in touch through the website, theuswealthadvisors.com. That's also where you can go to find out uh, previous podcasts and uh, future podcasts on the website as well. Lots of other topics that we'll cover each and every week on Your Financial Mission. For Janine, I'm Walter. Thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you again next time on the podcast. This is Your Financial Mission. Your Financial Mission.